0: Hey what's up, welcome to the Mary Life Lessons podcast, the place where I keep it deep, simple and spiritual. My name is Gemi and as always I'm here to talk to you about all things kingdom over culture for the purpose of us growing closer to Christ and today's message is titled Loving Those Who've Hurt You. Let's jump straight into it. I pray that it blesses you. all right welcome 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 thank you so much for tuning in it is an honor to serve you to have you and to be with you today if you're a first-time listener thank you so much i pray that you are blessed on today's uh, message or episode and that god touches you you know even just with other messages or episodes that um you may come across a listen and if you're a returning listener god bless you god keep you God cover you thank you so much i pray that you are been blessed and god is touching you in however way he does right it is not my own ability that i'm here but it is truly by the mercy right pure mercy and grace of god and today i will be speaking about loving those who've hurt you like i've mentioned in the intro but before we jump into that let us get into prayer so father thank you so much for this day I humbly ask for your presence to be here with us today god please help us lord um our hearts as we begin to listen to this message god and i just ask um that you touch us father and speak to us in however way you desire to god i pray uh that our ears are open to hear and our our eyes are willing to see father god open up our eyes that we may see and help our hearts to understand what you what you're saying i pray that you become um so manifest and real for each of us oh lord jesus if there's any of us god uh, or anyone who may be listening who feels like you know they just know you from afar god like they see your goodness in other people's lives but for them they may personally feel like man where is jesus for me god i pray that today that you show them that you are truly um this loving amazing god a friend lord that we need right now and i just so thank you for everything it's just thank you so much for everything that you're doing and touch uh uh, each person and um each person's life and their families lord and do what only you could do god please just touch each and every person god i'm so grateful for the person or the people um who your personally touch to show them that you are real god that you are a god who is not out of reach my lord you are not so far you are not so far that you know you, you don't know our problems or you don't see what's going on oh my lord i don't know who this is but i pray lord for whoever that person is oh god make yourself manifest intangible today lord just to show them that man you matter You mean something to me, and I know you by name. So I thank you, Heavenly Father, for all that you'll be doing now and forever. In the name of Jesus Christ, I bless and worship your name. Amen. All right. Amen. Okay. So now the question, of course, is how many times have you found yourself struggling to love those who've hurt you, right? Instead um, of you loving this person you know um or (laughs) doing what the scripture says right love for your enemies pray for them and all of that um you know you wind up just holding on to this anger right and instead you just just end up feeling hurt more betrayed or even angered right like i don't know the cause of your pain or the depth of it right um but i pray that this word somehow can free you or bless you um and even help you right so this message is to encourage you as my brothers um and sisters in christ it is purely to help us grow closer to the lord and how and maturing in his word right maturing in his ways maturing in his character so we do not stay in this place where we are complacent um and stuck, right, as children basically. So a few, um almost said a few years ago. <laughs> a few weeks ago, I went through something that hurt me, right? And I found myself being so upset, right? Even to the next day. And normally, um I do everything to just like shake that thing off, right? But you know, sometimes the enemy can come back and try and play things back, you know, and have those feelings all, you know, roused up again so you 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 get all up in your feelings and upset. You know, and as I was going through, uh, about my day and stuff and preparing for this message, um, you know, one thing that Holy Spirit was showing me, you know, is the life of Jesus. Okay. Like how did Jesus live? Right. And this is, this is, I guess the question in my mind was, you know, how did Jesus live? How did Jesus live with people that hurt him, people that offended him, Right. And I'm not talking like all the way to the end where he's at the cross and he's talking about, um, you know, Father, forgive them for they do not know what they do. Not at that stage yet, but just, you know, running back a bit, right? During his ministry, basically during his day to day and his walk, like how was it with, with the Lord? Like, you know, he must have come across a couple of people, a lot of people. And how did he handle it? okay and not just how did he handle it in the sense of like verbally speaking because we can say god bless you it's fine right when someone hurts you but internally you're actually cussing them out and you're still livid and holding on to it but i'm talking about his level of maturity or his heart posture how was he oh my lord on the inside to be in this place where He was just really, truly doing His Father's will. So, Holy Spirit is giving me this picture, right? And I was just imagining Jesus and how He was walking, how He was. And I just envisioned Him and I just like, you know, seeing Him as just this very humble person, right? And when we look at Jesus' life and how people treated Him, okay? Even if they treated Him a certain way, He was chilled, right? He wasn't someone um, who was weak at all, right? He was someone who was powerful and walked under the submission of... Of the Holy Spirit and you know like just to relate to our day-to-day life as well right what I'm talking about is you know maybe general or day-to-day offenses that we may come across right because there's levels to it of course you know there's a type of hurt that may require you to go as far as you know dealing with trauma counseling or whatever but in this stage I'm talking about um, as specifically as children of God and as, as sons and daughters Of the most high god encountering on a day-to-day um people situations right as we go about in um our workplaces our fields our homes um wherever we are and you know is our are our lives representing um the god that we serve and you know, how do we deal with this pain? Like, I really pray that I'm making sense, okay? I really pray that I'm making sense. Because maybe you're someone, right, who's dealt with some pain um, and, and being offended by someone, be hurt, being hurt by someone. But, you know, how you normally respond to a situation, like I said earlier, you just ended up being more angry, more hurt and whatnot, right? So the purpose here is to try to help us get to the stage where we're able to get past those issues. And... We are becoming more like christ so like i was saying as i was preparing for this message right like this is me sitting thinking to myself like okay uh all right this is this is this is sounds like a, a good message lord i see where you're going with this um but i need scripture okay (laughs) give me scripture so i sound legit right give me scripture so i sound legit give me scripture so i can back it up and in the top of my mind i'm just thinking okay love your enemies whatever right and this is what the holy spirit said to me like (laughs) oh my gosh guess what the holy spirit said he says to me uh it's not about scripture it develops and it becomes your character trait so i'm like okay uh i'm okay i hear what you say but i'm not there yet (laughs) right at that point i wasn't understanding what the lord was trying to say but as as i speak i pray that you're able to hear what the holy spirit was saying right so going back to jesus and how he was so yeah jesus was someone who's very submitted right and and um under the submission of the holy spirit in the way he was doing his his life right and like i was saying holy spirit says it's not it's not just about scripture it develops and becomes your character trait so basically jesus knew his father right and was close with his father him and the father are one right so to know someone in English, right, as we know in the English language, or we, we know it as just being aware of someone like, Yeah, I know that guy, I know that guy. Oh, he's a guy from across the street. Yeah, I know him. I work with him. Oh, yeah, I know her. Um, I grew up with her she's from my neighborhood, right? And we may not personally know a single thing about that person's life, but because we see them on a the day-to-day, we refer to it as we know them. But in the Hebrew, um, when I was researching, knowing someone means like to, be, to have a personal and intimate relationship with him. So... When Jesus, when you know, when the when the Bible mentions how like Jesus knows his Father, um, you know, I know in some verses it can speak about knowing in terms of like husband and wife, but I'm not referring to that in this case, of course, um, but I'm referring to the closeness of someone being in very close relationship with them, um, and fellowship with someone. So Jesus knew the Father. Jesus had intimacy with the Father, right? And remember, the but the question is, how do we become? more like god how would he become more like jesus to the point where when people even if people hurt us right instead of us trying to throw hands <laughs> or cast someone out how do we get to this point where we're now walking with jesus like how he was walking with the holy spirit with the lord and the father right so um yeah so jesus knew the father right he knew the father he was intimate and close to the father and he knew his father's ways and his father's word so in the same way when it comes to us and what the holy spirit is just helping me understand and to bring it home is in the same way when we follow jesus and become immersed in his word and his love it becomes in us so much right so much i'm sorry it gets immersed in us yes becomes it gets in it, it it becomes it becomes It gets in us so much that it becomes a part of our character, right? We become so much like him where we are so embedded in him and that we become one with him and one with his word. Remember, Jesus would literally say that him and the father are one. Him and the father are one. So we become embedded in him so much so. That his word, right? His word which mentions to love others doesn't just become head knowledge from scripture but now it becomes our heart knowledge and our heart posture. And this is what Holy Spirit I believe is trying to explain, right? So it becomes our heart posture as a result of us being a result of us being in fellowship with the Lord Jesus Christ or the fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Um, And it becomes a part of our character, right? We are embodying his nature and essence. We're embodying His nature. So when Jesus says, like, He knows His Father, right? And, and He says, and, he's, and with the miracles that He was doing, and He's he's saying that, you know, and the Pharisees were like, yeah, prove to us that you have the authority that you have, right? Like, prove to us that you're really from God, right? <laughs> Basically. And I think about it when in moments where He was also told, I, I don't know which, I forgot which scripture it was, but where He responds to, he responded to someone by saying that, like, when you see my words, you've basically seen the Father. Like, you've already seen the Father, right? And so we got to experience who God really is through looking at what Jesus was doing. Likewise, people get to really know who Jesus is when they see us and what we're doing. Oh, man, I hope this reaches home and, and, and you hear it the way I feel it, right? So when we do these things, that we, when we love others and we are treating them the way that we should... Um, it becomes no longer just head knowledge, which is why the Holy Spirit said to me when I said, Lord, give me a scripture. And he said, it's not just about scripture. What did he say? It's not just about scripture. It develops and becomes our character trait. It is easy for me to come on here and just throw scripture. But what the thing that we were supposed to do is begin to work that word and it becomes a part of our character and develops in us that it becomes a character trait. And when something it becomes a character trait, it is so easy that it flows out of you. You know, you don't have to try and pull it back and find it somewhere. It flows out of you so easily because now you are flowing, um, out of this fellowship and relationship and alignment of who God is, right? Just catch it this way if you're rolling with a, a certain type of group of people and you're around a certain type of friends, eventually all these things that they do and you hear become a part of you. So even though you may step out of home, right, you come back home and you start sounding like these people or you know, you're looking like them or whatever, because this influence, right, now has been a part of you. Okay, so it's like what the Bible says, like how bad, um, I think it's bad company corrupts good character or something. So I think it's in the book of Proverbs. And so that's why it's imperative for us to be embedded in God's word. So when someone is hurting us and, you know, granted what they may have done, yes, may have been painful. Right. But because we have what understanding and knowledge of who God is, when we're able to see how the enemy works, if we're really maturing in Christ, we'll be able to we'll be able to see and go, you know what? That person right now is going through some things and has just been hurt by the by by um by the enemy. I mean, sorry, he's yeah, he's currently probably hurting as well, or um, the enemy's using that person to try to hurt me, right? Um, but it's not about what they've necessarily done, right? It's in that moment, how are we going to respond? So yeah, it becomes our heart posture as a result of us being um in fellowship or one with christ it becomes a part oh my lord it becomes a part of our character and we embody his nature that we demonstrated to others even those who've hurt us remember the question is why is it so hard why does it become so hard for us to love those um who hate us or who hurt us right And now I'm able to understand what the Holy Spirit was saying and I was just looking at the life of Jesus, right? Because I was just thinking scripture can solve it. You know, how many people do we know who have scripture backed up in their mouth, but it is nowhere to be seen in their heart or their actions. We know many people like that and we don't need any more people like that. And this is like a call for us to now, if you're in that place where you've been um, spiritually immature um, and you're in the place where... You've just allowed yourself to be like, "This is just me, this is my character, or whatever no we need if we're serious about Jesus Christ and we're serious about living for the Lord, like it needs to change, and we don't we you know we don't become complacent and stuck in their place and so Holy Spirit was telling me you know telling me this to help me understand further what he was trying to say earlier on. It's not just about scripture; he's basically saying that. The word, right? An example is to love your enemies, pray for those who hate you, or who persecute you. Right? I believe it's in Matthew five, verse forty-five, somewhere there. Um, <laughs> but we know the word. It's not just about saying. It's not just about saying, "Love my enemies." Right? I love my enemies. You saying it doesn't mean you're doing it. It has to come to the point where it develops inside of us. It becomes a seed, and it becomes our character trait. So we don't just take scripture and slap it on, okay? It develops and becomes our character trait, right? So like I was saying, we don't just love, right, our enemies by saying it. Just because I said it doesn't mean I did it, (laughs) right? Um, But we actually love them through our actions, right? So like I'm saying, this message is, just to encourage you as my brothers and sisters right just encourages my brothers and sisters because oftentimes i've felt and seen that as believers we can sometimes say stay stuck in a um, baby phase so to speak in our character right um by just knowing god's word as head knowledge but not being transformed and not going deeper we will live it out as his word and we become tr- transformed by it right and our nature um mirrors his right or mirrors our heart knowledge and it becomes like just alive in us okay uh i mean it reminds me of the scripture that speaks of us putting on christ right and putting away our old nature because when we are uh, um you know backbiting talking back like fighting and you know trying to retaliate when someone hurts you or whatever as children of god we're not representing him when we're saying that right You know, and the word of God is the standard, okay? Just because you see another Christian doing it doesn't mean that it's okay. That could be just a reflection of where their relationship is with Christ or or the Lord at that moment. Because some people only get stuck in the phase of having Jesus as Christ, sorry, Savior, but not having them as Lord. So meaning they just enter the door, but they don't walk the actual journey, right? So where you go through the process of what they call as what? sanctification we are no longer like your old self right because this is where you get stuck in the place where you sit and you say man i'm good i'm going to heaven i've done my part however you are still struggling and suffering here on this world not even coming to the place of receiving the blessings and promises of god that fruition or the, the beautiful things that the word speaks about that you are unable to see it for yourself personally because you kept him what a savior and did not make him lord So the point I'm trying to drive across is this, no one, okay, no one is perfect, okay? We are all a work in progress and God is the actual standard, not us, not me, not man, not any other person, right? God is the true standard. And I was thinking to myself, I was thinking how as children of God, right, we may experience the same situation, but we react differently. Why is that so, right? And this may be like, if you can think about it, it could be if you're just observing a collective group of people or even just thinking about yourself individually as you look at your life. So for example, let's say if you're looking at yourself individually, you go through something, right? Something that hurts you, someone that, something that you know will like just throw you off <laughs> completely, right? Um, in one season, you may retaliate and fight. In another, right... You may turn out to be hurt by this but maybe probably this time instead of like fighting and throwing hands and like rolling out on the floor you know this time you get up and you're just like you know what it's fine you cuss them you you say it's fine you're like god bless you <laughs> bye <laughs> nice to see you uh god bless you never want to see you again and then you cuss them out whether under your breath or in your heart right but then in another season, a same situation may happen again, but this time you choose to pray for them and genuinely mean it in your heart or you bless or love them. And so I was trying to like envision why is it that, you know, if it's just you personally or even just considering like just a collective people, right? Of believers and seeing okay, all of these people right here say they believe in God. Let's say there's like five, 10, 15 people you look at. They're like, okay, all of them believe in God. All of them claim Christ as savior. Um... But all of them are just out here like having the same situation. But you see, you notice how each of them respond differently. So now looking at each person, what is the difference? You know, the difference may seem externally, right? Um, like, oh, okay, you know what? Man, it's because this person is so mature or they're uh, a deacon or whatever. You know, I don't know. <laughs> they just someone who has a certain position. So it, you assume that they are dealing with it great and they know how to deal with it right um so the difference the difference may seem external right It may seem like they have it all figured out okay but in reality the difference is actually internal the real reason for this change right is not some miraculous breakthrough from heaven um and it also isn't because this person may be perfect or has it all figured out the difference is a result of like what i said in the beginning how 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 is jesus living under submission of the holy spirit right the difference is a result of a continuous submission and obedience to the lord and his word and his holy spirit so when we find ourselves now brawling fighting struggling with all these issues or struggling to love someone hating on them or whatever it is we're not really living out his word right so going back to the scenario that i made that if in a different season you may be someone who cusses someone out and you literally just like stomp the floor with them but then at some point you turn around and you begin to bless them right remember that person remember same situation the only thing that has changed is you okay so it doesn't mean that that person has changed it's not a result of an external thing but what I said is what the reality is the change is internal and it comes from being obedient to the word of God and his Holy Spirit and living out his word, right? So, Yeah, it's like with someone who used to gossip, for example, but then suddenly they don't desire to do it anymore. And now this person is now correcting others, trying to help them not to do that because they've been convicted by Holy Spirit. They aren't like that because some miracle just happened, right? What what did I mention earlier? We're working the word and we develop and we become more and more like Christ. So the reason why we may struggle to love others sometimes right is, is because we're not putting god's word into practice you know sometimes we hear it but an opportunity keyword opportunity is presented for you to practice it okay and sometimes those opportunities are hard like i said you know someone could really do something that makes you want to stomp them and throw them on the floor <laughs> but it's not to say that you have to respond in that way right um and i think i said opportunity in a very casual way but when I think about it, because normally when I think about something negative that happens, if someone's fighting with you or if someone, let's say, curses you out or whatever, I wouldn't consider that an opportunity normally. But as I was just, you know, saying this and also just <sighs> prepared and going through the word, like when I think of, of when I think of it now, it is it does become presented as an opportunity. It does become presented as opportunity sometimes, right? Because what if, what if, This challenge is actually an opportunity for you to finally put God's word to practice, right? Because responding in the flesh hasn't helped you at all. And so this is now allowing you to finally develop the word deeper in you, right? Because responding in the flesh does what? It sets you back. It keeps you spiritually immature. And one thing for sure, right? It ends up representing the world rather than representing the God whom we serve and whom we call father. And the Bible also says that a carnal mind is an enmity to God or or, uh, the enemy of God. I think that's in, I believe that's in um, Romans 8. And so wouldn't you rather in your life, right, just be a friend of God? Wouldn't you rather be a friend of God where he can tell you his secrets or whatever it is that he has to say, Um, in his heart and even in his mind. Yeah, so when the Lord, man, when the Lord gave me this topic, right? Um, I won't lie. It was quite the jab. It was quite the jab. I was like, oh my gosh, Lord, I love those who hurt. Oh man. And the reason why is because at that time, um, like I said earlier, I had just experienced something where I was freshly wounded by it. And so I was not expecting to lean in this direction, right? I was not expecting... Um, to even speak about it instead I was hoping <laughs> that um, in the middle of my pain that God would just deal with it right but instead in the middle of the pain Jesus was showing me that he, he wants to walk with me through it right I <sighs> I now see, I now see that the Lord was making me walk through those very words that he has, he had spoken, right? Putting into practice what he has spoken. And this was requiring my obedience, right? It's not to say that I wasn't hurt. Like, yo, I was bawling out crying, but what this person did, and like I said, I was, um, aggravated and i was angry and even the following days just so wounded by this thing but i had a choice to obey i had a choice that was i going to continue and stay mad or will i now obey even though it hurts right in the middle of me feeling hurt right the lord tells me to speak about it in the middle of me of me feeling hurt and be like god no i want you to deal with me privately okay Um, then you can, then I can go out and deal with this, but like, no, he wanted me to get up. So I do not stay in that frustration, um, so long. Okay. Where the enemy now would have had what he wanted, basically. Okay. He would have had a foothold. Like, um, I think Ephesians says, like, just don't allow the sun to go down your wrath. If that's not Ephesians my mistake (laughs) but uh yes thank you holy spirit i believe it's in ephesians 4 where it speaks about um you know ways to live in the spirit and how we end up um grieving holy spirit and one of it mentions like how we can uh, give him a you know give satan a foothold um or allow him to keep us mad basically when we do that so in, in, in essence, this is just to encourage you to say, look, you end up keeping your power, okay? I kept my power rather than allowing myself to, to stay upset, to remain upset in that situation by just obeying his word. It doesn't make sense, but I'm telling you, it heals and it helps you to submit even when it hurts, okay? I was able to defeat this. I was able to defeat this anger with what? With God's love through obedience. And I was able to now heal from this pain through his love and in the end what happened i became free i became free yo i'm moving on the person who did what they did has not changed they have not changed it's still the same but i'm moving on perhaps they're developing and the lord is working on them they're in their work in progress themselves however i was able to move on and also stuck and have it on my head like oh why did they do this to me i cannot believe it how dare they all of that stuff no 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 <laughs> no <laughs> okay so it's to encourage you right to see that when someone offends or hurts you, you know the natural inclination yes is to hold it up to hold it against them that's if you know you're still allowing yourself to be immature um in the spirit because you may know the word some of us know the word but we're just like nah man god doesn't know how i feel does he know what this person did to me da, 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 da. listen christ has done far worse we have done far worse do we know what we have done to him right but betraying him living in sin doing all this stuff rejecting him right but still he died for us like we haven't come to the point where we've even bled yo for some people but he bled for us we've never lost our lives or whatever it is and we're here because of him So basically, it's to encourage you, right? It's to encourage you. When someone offends or hurts you, yes, the natural inclination is to hold it against them or retaliate. But when you've grown in intimacy with the Holy Spirit, he convicts you. As I've grown in intimacy with the Holy Spirit, he convicts me and he shows me, no, baby, no, this is what the word says. Now, the choice is, are you going to obey because you'd rather have him or you'd rather hold on to the pain? Or you'd rather hold on to what the person said or the flesh, right? Because the flesh is easily tempted and weak. Always, always. Easily tempted and weak, okay? And I was really bothered by what the person has done. I'm not saying that I wasn't. Like I said earlier, I was feeling it the next day. But when I woke up, I had to submit. I had to remember what God had said. So I'm here to encourage you about this. So with your situation, whatever it is, maybe it's people at work. Maybe it's um, a family member, and especially where times where um, I know for people who are, who are in the United States, uh, it's Thanksgiving, you know, it's holiday season, as you say. Um, you know, we call it the festive season in South Africa. You know, I'm not sure in other parts of the world um, what they call it, but you know, it's, it's, it can be tough, you know, because you're coming around family members. Um, there's work and all these things, right, that we go through. Maybe it's children. (laughs) I don't know, right, who the enemy may be trying to use to come against you or someone at church, whatever and whoever, right? This is for you to remember. It's about you. It's about you, my love. It's not so much about the other person. They have to go through all their journey and walk with the Lord. They may not know the Lord or they may, but they still immature. But what are you going to do about the situation when someone does that? So, yes, it's easy for our flesh to be be tempted, but it's better for us to rather submit, right? It's easier for us, not easier, but it's better for us to submit, right? What is it? The will of God, not ours to be done. Because it's so easy for us to want to do what pleases us than submit or obey to his word. But obedience has shown in my life as well, physically, intangibly, from something that just happened a few weeks ago (laughs) that it really really does bring fruit and you begin to really see know and feel the love that the lord has for you so yeah just take his word seriously and don't allow yourself to be in this place where you are defeated by the enemy and him having his way so i pray (laughs) that this word blesses you and even as you go um into this festival holiday season and with your families and whoever you'll be encountering at work in certain spaces that you know even if it's memories that satan tries to bring back yo listen to last week's episode that was titled casting down imaginations you fight back with the word of god but if you're in this place where you're constantly constantly just being turmoiled (laughs) in turmoil because of what others are doing you know what what's happening with you on the inside right what's happening with you on the inside so that you can now develop and begin to reflect your father and this is for your own peace for you to begin to love even it's even just allowing you to receive his love because all of that even try even blocks it out because you're so stressed out and worried about them that you don't get to see the beautiful savior that stands before you and you don't even get to see the beautiful person you're becoming because of allowing him to work in you and as you obey his word because now you develop into more like him you, you begin to see oh lord thank you i never thought about this but it's like we begin to see more facets of who he is right it's like you, you read about the love of god but now when you obey his word right it's like wow not only do i experience it but i'm seeing how this love is now developing i'm seeing a new facet of his love i'm seeing more and more of his character developing in me so yeah and soon enough people will see you and recognize that one is a child of god that one there oh man that one represents jesus 100 percent. i know it because when i'm with them I don't know Jesus, but I feel the love and presence 100%. I feel the love of God. I feel peace when I'm around them. I just just want to be around that person. Whenever they open their mouth and speak, I'm encouraged. Whenever they give me a hug, I'm encouraged. Whenever they smile, there's something about their smile. There's something about the way they love. I want that right and we begin to become more like him so i pray that this message message has blessed you today um uh and yeah as you continue to go even in this festive season and the holiday season coming um yeah that we really really do allow ourselves to obey the word of the lord and not stay in immaturity as his children but we begin to grow so heavenly father thank you so much for this word and what you have given us god i truly pray that it will bear fruit almighty god thank you for pouring out so much um through this word and in this word and thank you for um rebuking us with love God you know and directing this message the way that you want it to you know our hearts you know our place and position oh Lord and I pray that you work in each of us Holy Spirit so we become more and more like you God being united as a family God being united as children of God as brothers and sisters Lord in Christ and also loving those 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 that were hard to love right and I pray God that you just help us to become more and more like you Lord it's not easy. Right, we see how the world is, and you know how it is. But you said in your word that you're able to overcome the world. So let us now overcome these things, God, by your power, by your might, by your spirit, and with your love, Lord God, and you developing more and more in us, um, and strengthening us. You never, you promised us, Lord, that you will never leave us nor forsake us, and that word still stands today. For you, Lord, said that heaven and earth may pass away, but your words will never, ever. Passed away, so I thank you for what you have said, and that it will bear fruit according to Isaiah 55 11. So, like, just so as your just as a snow comes from the sky, God, and then and, and it hits the ground, Lord God, and it does not return, so shall it be unto your word, it will not return void, but it will go and perform exactly, it will not return unto you for void, God, it will perform exactly where you have mandated it to do so i pray this word over our lives for the god and for each person who seeks to be saved lord that you are reaching out in this in this hour and in this time god that as you have placed a mandate on their lives oh lord that you will um whatever prophetic word any word that may have been spoken of them to say that they will become something that they will be loved that they are loved what, whatever word god that comes from you lord it shall not return unto them void this day and i thank you so much for all that you're doing now and forever in the name of jesus christ amen amen and amen oh thank you so much hallelujah amen i don't know if you guys heard that banging sound on the outside man people tend to do fireworks out here especially towards the end of the year (laughs) so i do not know what that was but yes nonetheless god bless you god keep you god cover you um in jesus name until next week bye